What's up, design family, and welcome back to another episode of Fit Design TV. So glad to have you guys back on the channel. On today's episode, we'll be looking at China. Specifically, is China the best place for overseas manufacturing for a sportswear and activewear brand? Well, if you stick around to the end of this episode, I'll go into detail in terms of why I personally believe that it's a great starting place, especially if you want to create unique, customized apparel at a high standard. Getting right into the episode, why is this even a question, right? Why is the question of whether China or not is a viable option for manufacturing overseas? Does that even come up? Well, I believe it comes down to public perception of what China is. In general, the media machine over the last couple of years has portrayed China as this area and this region where you have horrible labor laws and you have bad quality and you have a lot of these negative attributes that are done and are portrayed over time. Whether this is true or not is definitely a subjective matter and we won't get into that. But what I believe is that there's a public perception of China that is partially incorrect. And I'm here to give you an accurate assessment as someone who's worked in the industry for the last six years, manufactured thousands and thousands of different designs and SKUs with different brands. And I pretty much dealt with every single manufacturing country under the sea. But what I've noticed time and time again is that there is a prevalence in terms of how the Chinese approach manufacturing and the ultimately the public perception is completely incorrect about this country. And I'll run you guys through step by step why you might actually want to entertain working with a Chinese manufacturer and why you might not want to entertain working with a Chinese manufacturer. On the pros, well, in general, China is going to offer a great value proposition. So the quality to what you get in terms of the price point is going to be very, very much in your favor. Sure, they're not as cheap as some other Eastern Asian countries like Pakistan, Vietnam, so on and so forth. But what you're getting is a much higher standard of workmanship and access to different types of labor and access to technologies. Two, when it comes to China, I find that it's a very integrated country. And I've seen this, especially dealing with countries like Pakistan, where it's not an issue of the specific manufacturer that you're dealing with. You could have a great relationship with a cut and sew manufacturer. The issue is with the other manufacturers around him. This specific factory is relying on others in the area to support his business or her business structure. So let me run you through a specific example. Let's just say I have a thousand units of hoodies being created with a manufacturer in Sialkot right? The issue is not with the manufacturer. The issue is in the delays that are coming from the fabric mill that they're actually sourcing their fabric from. So they could be doing everything that they need to do. But if those around them are not supporting the products that they're trying to create in terms of quality, in terms of price point, in terms of actual delivery times, well, the end user who is going to be you is going to be left eating the sort of negative effects of what you're facing. Three, when it comes to China, I find that because of their logistical prevalence, right? Because of the different cities, each city has a very specific sort of thing that they're good at. Jiaxing might be very good with seamless. You might have other areas which are specifically with cut and sew. You have other areas that are really good with fabric textiles. You have other areas that do a lot of manufacturing techniques, the laser cutting, the actually allow you to do these seamless welding. A lot of these very hyper-specific manufacturing techniques that if your manufacturer does not have access to this specific manufacturing technique, they can just outsource it to someone else immediately, quickly, and efficiently. In China, that infrastructure allows you to create a product very quickly that is very technical and at a high quality. What I've also noticed with China is that their communication when it compares to other types of countries or other Eastern Asian countries or even some European countries is much, much more efficient. So what do I mean by this? Communication is key, especially when you're dealing with the people that are creating your garments. You need them to be able to understand, you need to be able to ask the right questions, and ultimately, you need to make sure that the project that you're giving you or that they're, that you're giving them is going to be executed correctly 
on time and on point. If the communication breaks down of either a language barrier or a lack of effort on the other side, then this is not conducive towards the end result. You could have the best manufacturer with the best quality, but if the people that you're dealing with are not taking the time to answer your questions, to move the project along, well, that is absolutely pointless. Also, why do I believe that China is a great place for people to get into? Despite what many, many people might say, the minimums in China are actually quite low. We often think of China as this place where only the best of the best brands can actually access because of these incredibly high minimums. But what I've noticed is with these prevalence of these more capsule-based brands, these more direct-to-consumer brands, manufacturers have also shifted their focus and have been allowing themselves to offer more flexible manufacturing opportunities. Whereas before you might have to have been locked into 2000 pieces per style. Now we're looking more between 100 and 500. You'll still have a limitation in terms of the access to fabrics, trims, details, and zippers. But the beauty here is that you still are able to get into the game. What's the point in trying to play the game if you can't get in altogether? China gives you an entry point that is at a high level and is something that you can be proud to sell. One additional major plus that I see in the benefit of working in the Chinese market and operating as a fashion brand with Chinese manufacturers is going to be the fact that you have access to pretty much everything. I mentioned briefly that logistically China makes sense. The people and the factories that are available to you in the Chinese market make it so that pretty much any product that you want can be made. But the same is also true about all the resources that you might want to integrate into your product. Look at a finished good, right? If I'm buying a performance t-shirt, I don't only need access to the t-shirt, I need access to the packaging, the labels, the trims, the zippers, the accessories, all of the things that are going to be added onto this garment in order to create the finished result. Instead of operating in a country where I have to import these goods, I have to import these zippers, I have to import these packaging items and paying duties and taxes on them. I'm going to have access to all these suppliers specifically in China, whether it's fabrics, whether it's packaging, whether it's accessories, and I don't have to pay any taxes. I don't have to pay a high shipping cost in order to be able to put these items into my finished product. Now let's look at some of the cons. Why would it be a bit difficult to work with China? Well, number one, China is on the other side of the world. For most European markets and Western markets, getting access to these products is going to be a time-consuming process. But you have air freight, you have sea freight, it's very efficient, and in general, you're going to have to deal with this with pretty much any other type of manufacturer, whether you're dealing with Pakistan or you're even dealing with a European country, Portugal, Spain, so on and so forth, unless you're also located in a similar territory, then you're going to be dealing with the same thing. Also, China typically has a understanding that most of the products that are being shipped from China are subject to higher tariffs. This here becomes a value proposition scenario. Once you implement these tariffs, right? Let's just say you're implementing or you're importing these products into the United States. You still need to look at what your finished cost of goods sold is, including these tariffs. If it still makes sense for you to sell these products with your profit margin, with your Forex margin, then these tariffs are still something that you can incorporate into your business structure. So there's always a way to look around it. This is pretty much my core way of looking at China. I believe in their capabilities and this is a country that we worked with extensively. And of course, there's different use case scenarios for different brands. If you're looking to create a hyper luxury, ready to wear fashion brand, then maybe China is not the best option. Not necessarily because of the quality, because of the perception. You might wanna go for somewhere like Spain, Italy, France, so on and so forth. But for more of these accessible fashion ranges, activewear, sportswear, yoga wear, hiking, China does what it does extremely well and it's honestly at the top of its game. Guys, let me know which country you specifically like working with or which region you like specifically working with and if you agree or disagree with any of the key points that I've made in this episode. As always, I always enjoy hearing from you guys and I'm so thankful for you guys tuning in to this episode of Fit Design TV. Until next week's episode, 
Stay awesome.